Welcome to Pause and Press Play, where you get to pause your life and press play on all of your thoughts, emotions, ideas, and concepts. Thank you for joining this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Kyla Nicole. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition of Pause and Press Play. So, if you guys tuned in for my welcome back for real this time episode, then you'll know that I have been incredibly disobedient, rebellious, um, and just slacking overall. So, um, that was a little bit more subtle. Um, This one may not be, because as I mentioned to you, I'm not going to... I'm sugarcoat that life is crazy and it's full of circles and bananas. And I think everybody knows that, to be honest. Um, I think that one of the biggest things or issues that we have in this world is the mental inepts that we carry, right? The capability that we possess, that we walk in, that we know that we have, but the thing that keeps us stagnant causes us to procrastinate, causes us to doubt ourselves, doubt, you know, what we're doing, how we're doing it, if we're doing it right. Those mental ineps is really, really what keeps us from walking in the fulfillment and the purpose for our lives um, and our call. And I don't know about you, but maybe it's just me, but that is where I was. Um, you know, so often we don't get to talk about the um, challenges, I guess, that we face. You know, we we give snippets and, you know, you see a snippet of someone being down and then you see them come up. You see people having a struggle um, and then surprise, it's like all is well. Um, and something that I pride myself in my world and my journey, my walk, my brand is to be transparent at all costs, but to really, really be honest about where I've been, what I've been through, but also not to share those things until I've gotten to a place where I can comfortably share them, where there can be a lesson from sharing them, and wherein I've come out of the place that I'm in. Now, I don't fault or knock anybody that shares while they're going through because sometimes that's how the breakthrough comes. But for me, it's important that I actually have an end you know, game, a lesson plan from it before that I can share it because... Man, sometimes it's a dangerous, dangerous place to share um, from your pain because sometimes you can attract that other pain and it comes in different forms and different ways and different um, temptations. And it'll sometimes pull you back in. So um, I don't even know where to start for real. But in this set, in this particular podcast, what I want to talk about in its essence um, is the longevity of you, uh, in order for you to have that longevity of you is that you have to know you. And so we go through this roller coaster of life that's up and down and it's full of situations and challenges. And in that, sometimes you get so wrapped up in those things that you lose sight of you. And when you lose sight of you, you tend to lose sight of your power. You tend to lose sight of who you are, who you were created to be, and you allow other forces and other things to come in, and it almost remolds you and reshapes you into a form of something that you don't even recognize who you are anymore. And then you don't know how to unmold those things. See, for many of us that are you know, full of amazing people, amazing mentors, we have the word of God, 
we have all of these tools and and these developed you know areas of our world and and you somewhat find yourself surprised in how the heck did I get here and when you get there sometimes you're there for so long that you don't even know how to get out of there so the longevity of you is what we'll be unpacking in this Um, and I want to give you some tips and tools on how to maintain the longevity of you but I also want to tell you some things that you have to be on the lookout for and to watch in dealing with you Um, for me I am a person that I've always known I've had a large heart. I always known that I'm a giver. I love people. I love them so, so much that sometimes their things can weigh on me. I'm probably what the world calls an empath. Um, and just for me in the spiritual sense, my, my I've always just felt like I have the heart of God. And it just comes with such a pain sometimes. But with it comes such a great... Uh, fulfillment when I'm walking with God. Notice I said with him, not ahead or behind, because he has given me the ability to, as long as I stay with him, to be able to discern what I need to discern. And he's put an amazing circle of people around me to catch what I can't catch, which is why there's so much power in the multitude of counsel and there's so much safety in it. Because when God is taking us to places, he does it in our relationships with people. Um, and he also has put lifers in your your corner to basically keep you and save you from yourself because we all need that. At least I know that I do. And so in the season that I was in in my world, you know, I had been working from home for years. I had gone back into the office here recently because there were things that I wanted to do. There were goals that I had, um, and I made the decision outside of being a full-time entrepreneur to still walk in my corporate calling, um, which is where I know that I pay, play partial um, you know, roles. Corporate America is something that, although can be challenging, it's something I enjoy academically. Um, you know, being a PhD in law and public policy, having all these certifications and all these things, they do help me in my business for sure, but they also help me in the arena of dealing in corporate where team building and morale and implementation and compliance is my thing. And so, you know, I made a decision for myself and my family that I was going to do this thing about seven or eight months ago. Um, And I couldn't really figure out, you know, why it was pulling on me so heavy, but it was, so I did it and I jumped into it. But little did I know the longevity of me was going to be tested in ways that I had not experienced before. In the same time of those happening, you know, I opened up my home to someone that I loved and I thought would, you know, they needed a place. Um, After they had shown me signs of things before, there's that big heart of mine jumping back in. Um... And, and being at the rescue, because that's what I do. So in the same time of inviting this individual in and loving on them the best way that I could, um, I didn't realize how much of the longevity of me would be tested. Um, in the same sense, you know, having a teenager, a middle schooler, and a toddler, um, having a spouse that fell ill um, in ways that, you know, is very scary to watch the person that you love become so vulnerable in sickness. Um, and then, you know, transitioning in that 
to making decisions of being the breadwinner um, and having to provide for your household, um, you know, and then run your business. And it became a lot, so much where I had powerful, powerful lessons out of it. But I also had a lot, a lot of pain. And in that pain, I began to lose the longevity of me. I began to question who I was. I began to question what was my call. I began to question, you know, if I was even capable of doing these things that was being asked of me, that needed to be done of me, um, I began to really sink into a dark place. Meanwhile, I, you know, looking back on it, can see all the changes that came, but I wasn't able to recognize them while I was in it. And maybe for good reason, because I probably would not have walked through it. But um, my business began to change. I began to attract some crazy clientele. Um, You know, my household began to change. The energy was not the same. Um, my work environment was definitely not what I expected. Um, and things began to take a spiral in my life, back to back to back instances of hurt and um, disappointment. You know, your finances are changing. You are um, walking into areas that you didn't necessarily think you would have to walk into. Um, so many different things. And I just was beginning to lose it, y'all. I mean, I really was like, what's happening? How is it happening? And what do I So when you realize that all these things are shifting and changing, you know, you similar, you go into a panic mode. You know, you have these similarities, you have these differences, you're trying to reconcile them and you're doing the best that you can. Um, And that's what I did. So my life had gone from you know, kind of a constant to chaotic. And that's happened to me before in seasons of great elevation where I've had to separate myself and I've had to um, grow and I've had to change. Um, Those things have happened to me, but it never really happened to me the way that it did. Um, And I was trying to really understand what does that look like? You know, how do I get out of this, God? Are you listening to me? Do you hear me? Um, What have I done? And um, (laughs) I went from thriving to surviving. And I know that that happens in our our lives, quite frankly. Um, And it's probably something that we don't get to talk about as much because you're trying to figure out how do you get there? How do I summarize this? How do I even make sense of something that was going so well, so great, that's gone so bad? And so my life went from day by day getting up to going to sleep, to realizing what had happened. And what had happened in my world is that I began to accept um, the changes that were being made in my life. And I had to go back and start reevaluating some of the decisions that I made. And I could track it back to one very thing, the longevity of me. Where did I make the turn or the change of changing who I was. And it very much so started from the first instance of ignoring something that God had put on the inside of me, which is our discernment, our peace, um, our level of, you know, uh, our, our thinking, our wisdom. And I will tell you that violated wisdom is absolutely chaos created. 
When you violate the things and you go against the discernment, you remove yourself out of the protections and the safety that God has given you. You, you remove yourself um, from the umbrella you're going to get rained on. And so I had ignored, you know, things that I probably should not have ignored. There's no probably. I should not have ignored. But I ignored them, thinking that I knew more than God, thinking that I knew better than God, thinking that, well, God, I'm going to do this because this is what you've commanded me to do, and this is where we get ourselves in trouble, is we believe that because we're believers and because we love hard and um, and we follow this rule book is that we violate sometimes the all-knowing for what we think is the knowing. But you can't do that. You have to always operate in your level of discernment and your peace. When God is saying pause, you should pause. When he's saying stop, you need to stop. When he's saying don't do, you cannot do. And you cannot feel bad for doing those things because there's a protection that is accompanied with it. Sometimes we step in and we become the enablers for people. And when we become those enablers, it opens our lives up and it, it forces us to lose the protections that we would ordinarily have because we've stepped out of the covering. That's number one. But when you begin to do that, you open the door for negative energy. You open the door for things to operate chaotic in your life because you've violated wisdom. And when you've done that, there's no sure way that you're going to be able to keep pressing toward the mark when you've walked out of order, if that makes sense. So for me, um, that negative mindset, that negative energy, that negative um, moments began to shape the realities of my world. My mindset began to change. I became negative at my workplace. I became negative in my business. I became negative in my family while things were still happening. And there's so much power in your mouth, in your life, in your mindset. It's key to keep the things flowing in your life. You've got to believe better. You've not only got to believe better, but you have to do better. You have to desire better. Um, and you have to see those things manifesting in your life. Once you get to a place where you can't see and you can't hear and you can't think straight, you become susceptible to the attacks of the enemy. And those things begin to weigh heavily on you. So you're believing God for breakthroughs, but you're not speaking them. You're believing God for, you know, miracles, but you're denouncing those very instances where the miracles can come. Um, and so number two is that you have to be mindful of what you believe, what you think, what you see at all times. You don't ever get to a place and you don't ever want to get to a place where negativity is breeding itself in you and you don't even recognize it. Negativity is outpouring out of you and you don't even see it. You have to be mindful of those things because it has the ability to shape everything that you do and everything that you touch. Um, and another thing that you have to learn coming out of those things is that once you have evaluated where you are and what you're doing, so I guess that's number three, once you begin to evaluate those things, you got to fix them and you got to fix them fast and you got to fix them hard. So for me, once I began to realize what was happening in my world, I had to spend some time trying to figure out how do I get out of this thing that is seemingly sucking the life out of me? How do I begin to make the changes that need to be made um, in my world? 
And there was no easy way for me to do that. I had to begin speaking up. I had to begin speaking out. And I had to begin exercising my faith now to say, God, I have messed up. I have violated your wisdom. I have opened myself up for this energy. But my, but what I know is that there's nothing that can keep me or separate me from your love for me. What I know is that there's nothing that I have done that's so great that you can't get me out of. What I know is that even in this moment that I meant well, I believed well, even though I was wrong, you are able to come in and save me, rescue me, and give me the wisdom to get out of those situations. And that's exactly what he did. God began to give me the wisdom that I needed to actually break free from the strongholds and the negative energy. But it all started because I got transparent. I got transparent with myself and with God. I got vulnerable. I got honest. I got accountable. I began to open up and let the people that I love know what was going on in my life. And the truth of the matter was that I felt like I was losing it. Um, I went back to the basics. I started back therapy. Um, I got accountable with my spouse. I began to, you know, say, hey, I messed up in this and I need help. Um, I don't know how to get out of this situation and I need help. Um, when I begin to go into my workplace, I begin to say, you know what, I got to lose this care that I have for something that is not benefiting me right now because it's taking me under. And I began to release the things that I could not control. I began to say that I'm going to do what's in my power and my ability to do and everything else. I'm going to let it weigh on the shoulders of the Lord and move forward with my life. And as I begin to do that and go to sleep and get up, go to sleep and get up, my life began to change. So much so that people started dropping off. The energy in my household began to change. The person that was dwelling in there and that maybe we weren't seeing eye to eye, hey, it, you know, unfortunately, you're going to have to go. Um, I began to stand up for myself. And when I began to walk in that, I realized that the demons and the enemy could not dwell around me or by me because of the glow that was within me, because of the word that dwelled on the inside of me, because of the authority and the power that I walked in, they had to flee and they began to do that. And so what I'm saying to you is that no matter where you are, no matter what season you're in, when you make the decision to believe better, to go higher, to call more, to do more, to serve more, to give more, to be honest, to be transparent, whatever that is for you. And when you begin to do that, the things that concern you, God begins to perfect and those things begin to fall off of you. And you begin to walk in his power that will allow you to break free of the things that are holding you down. I began to see that my, my husband's health began to turn around. I began to see that he began to be better and, and the doctors was like, hey, everything is going well. I began to be blessed with the things that I was asking the Lord for on my job so that my situation could improve. I began to um, resolve conflicts that were being able to happen. My money began to flood back in. Um, it, it, it just so many things that it follows, but it all starts with you having the discernment, protecting your space, being mindful of what you believe and what you say, and then watching those things manifest as you rest in him. That was my life. 
<laughs> excuse me, now I can't say every single thing is magnificent at the moment, um, but it's pretty darn good, but it's pretty good because I've began to walk in the things that I know that I can walk in, let go of the things that I cannot control, let God worry about the things that are that he said he's going to control, that he's going to do, and just have peace where I am. Those things are vital for your life because long story short, the longevity of you cannot survive if you don't know you. If you're not walking in what you're supposed to be doing, if you're not called to do something, but you're doing it anyway, you're going to meet chaos. You're going to cause confusion. If you are not solidifying your relationships and evaluating where you are, if you're not doing things that are you're gifted to do, if you are doing anything that's keeping you, that's not sustaining you, that's creating a new you that you don't like, then that means that at some point you may have compromised the longevity of you. And you got to get that back because you are vital to the kingdom. You are vital to what you've been called to do. You are vital to this world, to your family, to your friends, your loved ones, the people you come in contact with, the people that you work with. There's so much that's connected to you and no one can do you better than you. You cannot be of any good to your clients, to your family, to your people, to your employees, your employers, if you don't possess the longevity of you, which is being who you were created to be, growing and elevating, being separated from shenanigans and foolishness, that's who you are. That's who you were created to be. So I challenge you to determine who you are, to find out who you are in this season, to walk in the longevity of you, to get rid of anything that's holding you back, to get rid of any shame, any fear, any condemnation, to get rid of anything that's keeping you from prospering because the longevity of you is going to depend on it. And so I hope that you'll replay this podcast over and over and get it down in your heart, in your soul, in your mind to know that the longevity of you depends on it. Um, I'm counting on you. I'm rooting for you. And I can't wait for you to step into the thing that you've been called to do. So cheers to becoming the longevity of you, to seeing everything you desire manifest in your life, to believing for higher, for claiming for higher and going higher. Let's pause and press play to that. So until next time, which won't be a long time, we will tune in. I can't wait to hear your stories, your testimonies. I can't wait to hear all the things that have manifested from you getting this new revelation in your heart. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. For those of you that have joined us, for those of you that are getting to know us, check out the other episodes of the podcast. I think that it will blow your mind. I'm so thankful, so grateful for you all. And uh, until next time, don't forget to pause and press play.